On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're talking about the looming possibility of Stamkos leaving Tampa. What could that mean for the rest of the team? As well as the Tampa Bay Lightning are back in the thick of the playoff conversation. All that coming up and more on Locked On Lightning. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Dagger. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. On this episode, we're talking about the possibility of Steven Stamkos leaving Tampa Bay, whether it be via trade or just walking away in the offseason. Uh, we're breaking down Tampa Bay's month thus far. Can they potentially continue winning games as well as keeping themselves in the playoffs? We also talk about them back in the playoffs swing about uh, just because, you know, it. it's so weird in hockey how things work. Uh, you know, sometimes you leapfrog a team. Sometimes you more than likely at this point in the season as well leapfrog multiple teams we'll get into all of that as well but before we do so i please will humbly ask you go ahead to subscribe to the podcast give us follow wherever podcasts are distributing audio form we're also available on youtube we'll be getting back to posting on youtube tomorrow so make sure to subscribe for that and hit that notification button so as soon as the newest episode drops you'll be notified so we're talking about Steven Stamkos. Uh, this was something that I wanted to talk about last week. Unfortunately, we were having major uh, technical difficulties where I was. Uh, but as you could tell, obviously, we are back to it. And so, obviously, the the cloud, the looming dark cloud, that's, that's really been the sub-story of this Lightning team all season has been Steven Stamkos, does he leave... Does he stay? If he leaves, is it via trade or is it via going somewhere in the offseason? And what does that mean for the rest of this team going forward? Because, you know, as we've seen with teams in the past, you know, when they lose, whether it be their best player or they lose, um, if they lose their one of their their cornerstones of their core, uh, what does that mean? Especially a guy who's been there forever, uh, it could sometimes start a domino effect, and sometimes that could be a good thing. Sometimes that could be a bad thing. And first off, I will say uh, straight up, um, I think you know as as much as I want to see Stamkos stay here for the rest of his career um given some of the point some of the times that we've seen this team play at certain points this year uh this team has just really underperformed at times to where it's just and we'll get into more of that when we talk more about the playoff stuff but with this team if you know 
this team has been so high and so low numerous times throughout the course of the season. And really, I think if I had to lean in one way or another, and and I kind of feel like Bolts Nation, at least the people that listen to this podcast, I could tell, um, are kind of in unison with me in this in this idea is that maybe you know it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if Stamkos walks away um you know I know he's having a decent season and that's great to see that production from him still uh, at this point in his career given all the injuries and mileage that he has on his body as well as kind of just how he plays his game um it wouldn't be the worst thing for this team to get that money, especially off the books. And my question though, and and almost more so my worry, because we, we have to remember here is that, and, 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 and I don't want to, I bring this up for a reason is that remember when, when we look at this lightning roster for the most part, at least when we look at the, the core, this team is Steve Yzerman's team. And I know that's maybe a little bit of a hot or that could be a hot topic. I don't know. But I mean, really, when you boil it down, you look at the roster, who was the GM that drafted all these guys uh, for the most part. That was the Yzerman. Now, there are, you know, Julian Bruce Boss. We're, we're in the middle of a transition where this is starting to get his paw prints all over it and you know for the first couple of seasons there at least you know 1920 and then 2021 phenomenal phenomenal moves trade deadline moves especially we all know we don't have to go back and list off all the moves but as the last couple of years have unfolded for this team especially now where team is getting up against the cap uh, he's made some questionable, but really, um, I guess, must-needed signings because, I mean, we could honestly get into a whole thing about that with the contracts that he has given to people, which let me let me just say that all all deserved, all deserved by, by the players that have been extended uh, in recent years, but not a good, I guess, organizational management deal for now for the short term because when the cap does go up those are all going to be steals but you're start we're we're in the period now where this team is reliant on Julian Brees boss to make some moves um to keep this team competitive and we're also in the middle of a transitional period where this team is starting to at least some of the core players on this team, some of the bigger names on this team, Stamkos, Hedman, um, especially those two. Those are the guys, when you look at this team, are starting, you know, they're significantly older, obviously, because of how time works, but, you know, just physicality and just, you know, how, you know, when there's, when you look at this team, there are two cores, at least to me. There are, Stamkos, Hedman, Cooch. Uh, if you want to throw Chernak into that, you could go ahead. Um, I guess we before coming into the season, we could have thrown Bogosian into that, but he's no longer with us here. Um, 
not really that many players. And then you have that second kind of coming of very good players, Sorelli, Paul, Janot, Kucherov, I would say, is definitely in that. Yeah, Point, Vasilevsky. Um, those are pretty much the big name guys. Um, you ha- so you you have you know kind of more players on the younger side than you would on the 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 older side, which is working in the Lightning's favor. But the issue is now you have Stamkos coming up on a new contract as well as Hedman. And the issue is, or at least the question is, you know, with Stamkos possibly potentially leaving, does that open the door for Julian Brees boss to trade other players? Now I've seen in the comments on YouTube, some, some fans, some listeners, some people who watch the podcast saying, that the Lightning should trade some of the players that I have mentioned, the head or or maybe not sign these guys because these guys are going to want a decent amount of money, which really the Lightning are in no position to give. You know, though that money could be used to acquire players that could, you know, multiple players that could help this team down the road. Whereas these guys wouldn't exactly be in that position. So it's one of those things that worries me because, yes, if I was the GM, and and I know I'm going to get some blowback for this, and this is fine, I would entertain the idea of trading away Stamkos. I would very much entertain the idea of trading away Hedman. Um, as for other players on this team, I would prefer to keep Chernak. I think that if I'm giving away Hedman, in Stamkos in a trade, I would hopefully be getting, or at least I would hope that the the Lightning would be getting back uh, a, def- a couple of defensemen. As to the whole quality of those defensemen, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. That's, you know, that's something that we really can't really predict because you don't know what the landscape of the, light, of the NHL is going to be at that point. Um, you know, you don't know what team's going to be where, uh, especially if it's a team that's failed in their pursuit of a of a championship again or whatever the case may be. Um, but it, it's one of those things where I think it's a fine line that you have to toe as a GM because you could, especially if the Lightning don't make the playoffs this year, which is still a very real possibility that we'll get into uh, later on in the show. But, I mean, it's one of those things where really – if 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 really if Brees Boss is going to trade Stamkos at the deadline, I would I would kind of imagine that would open up the door for at least the conversation to be had about now what do we do with Hedman? Now I wouldn't expect him to go away, go on, and just start trading legends uh, because that's what these guys are—they're franchise legends. They're they're both going to have their numbers retired. Uh, they're but they're both very much. Um, nearing the twilight of their careers which is a very scary thing to think about especially when you're still competing for stanley cups and when you know you really need those guys to perform which they haven't consistently done or in a way that could help the team win in the long run so it's one of those things where i feel like if you're gonna do it if you're gonna rip off the band-aid with stamkos then just go ahead and do it but don't get reckless and start trading guys left and right um 
also because I don't I don't feel like teams are going to give back a good return in in a in a trade like that unless you're trading both guys away to one team which I'm curious as to what team would do that. So, you know, let me know on social media, let me know in the comments below in our next video when that comes up on YouTube. Uh, because I want to hear from all of you. This is a, a ever uh, evolving situation that the Lightning have going on. Because, like I alluded to in the opener, um, you know the Lightning are in the playoffs now, <laughs> as of this date. But that is kind of a nightly thing that is that is kind of change until it doesn't, and the Lightning are either on the couch. Uh, come the end of the season or are they getting ready for a playoff series so uh, coming up in just a little bit we'll talk about the lightnings month thus far uh, their month of january where it's kind of looked bleak going into this month uh, kind of got worse and then now like i said we find ourselves in the playoffs and then after that we'll be talking about you know the realistic the i guess how how realistic now is it still that the lightning could make the playoffs at this point in time. But first, let me talk about one of our sponsors today, and that's our friends over at Game Time. Now, the NHL season is still going on, people. And, and you know, we have multiple sports going on as well. The Buccaneers won last night, so they're moving on to play, I believe it's San Fran. I believe it's San Fran. Um, no, it's not San Fran. I forgot who the other team was. But anyway, the, the point remains is that Buccaneers are moving on in the playoffs. And guess what? You could get tickets to any of their home playoff games or if you want to travel with them uh, on the road as they possibly try to get. They're going to Detroit, actually, or as they possibly try to get back into the Super Bowl. And you could buy those tickets over with our friends at game time. Now, you shouldn't have to worry whether you're in Tampa Bay or on the road for a playoff game when you buy tickets for the next big event. Game time is a fast and easy way buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets my favorite feature is seeing the view from your seat before you buy so i know exactly what to expect when i arrive so take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use go locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply Again, create an account and redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on our YouTube channel. Please go ahead. Subscribe to that and hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, we will be notified. You will be notified, not us. I, I wish we could. Um, <laughs> but so we're we're talking about, you know, the lightnings month thus far. I had very low expectations. Um, and because, you know, they 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 didn't finish 2023 the year that i think we've all would have wished them to and then they had a they had a in terms of the schedule they had a rough first week of 24 playing winnipeg minnesota and boston um the jets games and the boston game kind of went i think as you kind of would have expected it to 
they ended up did beating they ended up did winning against Minnesota which is good on the road uh that that's a tough game that's a tough place to win uh believe it or not I mean Minnesota is a very good team a, a team especially you know that likes to play physical and, and and likes to really take it to you with a good goaltender still and Mark Andre Fleury uh, they went a nail biter against Las Vegas and OT, uh, and then they went another OT game against the Devils, a very good team uh, with a little bit of a goaltending situation there. Still, I think I think that's a team, you know, that is always just a goaltender away from being a serious Cup contender. Which um, that is a good victory for the Lightning. I mean, every win is a good win, but I think the ones against the teams that are. I think in the upper echelon um, of the NHL, I think those hit home a little bit sweeter. I would say the Devils are probably, if you had to make tiers out of the NHL in terms of strength, um, I would say the Devils are in tier two. Maybe I'm a little bit overvaluating, but and I think the Lightning are like on the edge of or in the middle of tier two and three. Uh, most nights they're on three. And then, you know, they, they end up beating uh, the Ducks 5-1, which is a game like I've stated multiple times on this show, if you've been a listener for some time. That's a game you need to win. Um, most times, you know, I never like to you I never like to say this about those games, but there's games that really there's no reason for you to lose. Um, I mean, there's always a reason, especially if you're a good team with high expectations. And you're dropping games to teams like this that are still kind of on the verge of being being wild card teams. I mean, excuse me, being draft lottery teams. So you know when the Lightning play those games and and they go out and they win big as they did five one. That's always a good sign. So now the Lightning have the long four days off, which is you know very much needed after playing three games in in five days. And they're going up against Minnesota again at home. And I always worry about these games because, especially if the Lightning are coming off a win, because I I don't necessarily feel like the Lightning are walking into those matchups kind of, you know, with their, their nose up in the air and a little bit more relaxed than you would like. But I always feel like the Lightning always drop those games and they always play spectacularly terrible. Now they are playing them on Thursday. So, and, and that's the thing about this Lightning team that always really has frustrated me. And it didn't start this year, it didn't start last year. It's really been a thing that we've seen on and off more often over the last probably, I would say three years. I think 21 was probably when I really started to know this. No, um, it was one. I mean, even then, even in 1920, um, there were certain times. I mean, we didn't really play enough of the season to really take have a large sample size of that. But what I'm trying to say here with this team and, and long, long days off and, and, and then getting back to it against a good team or even a team that is not exactly good. What I'm trying to say is that the Lightning don't play like a team that's hungry. And that's not necessarily, for me at least, a knock against them. That's not necessarily a thing where I'm trying to call them out and say they're not hungry, they're not playing hard. No, I mean, there's there's a difference, I think, to a certain degree. I think we could all agree on that. 
there's a difference in the game of hockey between a team that is playing hungry and a team that is playing well. Because I, I feel like the teams that play well, and that might seem a little weird, you know, to think about it. You're, you're probably saying, well, what the hell are you talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is the fact that, you know, these in, in hockey, you got to play hungry. You got to play it tight. You got to play with an edge on every shift, especially in today's game where there's very few teams that are going to give you a shift off. Um, and, and the lightning are, have given their fair share of shifts off. And that's what I'm talking about. I, I feel like, especially with this team who is so prone <clears throat> to mental lapses, that's what happens more times than not. And and then what it ends eventually happens, especially after those couple days off, they get the doors blown off. And, and then here we are talking on Locked on Lightning a day later about how this team needs to figure out and get it back together because it, it, it's more times than not especially the games in which and and now that I'm saying this this team will will come out on on Thursday and, and win big probably just to spite me but really this this team kind of needs to start stringing wins together like they did last week and it's one of those things where they need to win. I, I feel like at this point, you know, even though I just got done saying, you know, ev this game or that game is a game that they really should win. Really, if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive, um, every game really is a game that you should win. So, you know, I'm I'm looking at the rest of the schedule, but I'm especially looking at this week because really I think that this is going to set the tone for the rest of the month because, you know, you go out there, you win a very tight game against Minnesota at home. Um, you're really doing yourself a favor by by playing that way because then you go into that game against Buffalo, who's a very feisty team. I don't care what you say about them and you know what stats you throw at me about them. Um, they're still a team that on on the schedule I do not look forward to playing against. Uh, and then you go up to Buffalo and you play a three game series on the road at uh, after this game because you got Buffalo. And then you got Detroit and, and Philly, who are three teams that are really unpleasant to play against and three teams that the Lightning could very well either beat or very well just lay over and let them do whatever they want on the ice. So really, I, I think that, you know, if I had to look at each game and, and obviously this is this is recency bias, but I'm going to say, you know, if there was ever a game in the month of January that was really important, that was almost a must win that the Lightning needed to win, uh, it would be Minnesota, especially where you're at in the in this in the uh, standings right now. And and as the Lightning try to continue to kind of distance themselves from the teams behind them in the wild card, as well as maybe even try to attempt to get one of those playoff spots in the division. So let me know on social media. I'm on Twitter at Danky Dank D E N K Y D eight N K. Uh, let me know how you're feeling about the schedule in January thus far, because I really think that it's it's each game, especially the ones against teams that are currently playoff teams or even the ones that are games that are, are teams that really give the Lightning a lot of problems. Um, those games are going to be very, I, I think, even more magnified. Uh, as we progress through the NHL season. So in just a little bit, we'll look at this 
standings, uh, see where the Lightning are at. You know, it's one of those things where really, um, I think that really now, you know, we're we're probably standings watch more times than not, probably more often than we have ever on this podcast. And we'll do that in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsors of the day, and that's our friends over at FanDuel. Now the NFL season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen. If And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Like I said, we'll be posting uh, again on YouTube starting tomorrow. We've had some just really terrible uh, connectivity issues here with the podcast over the last week. That's why we were, we were only really able to put out one episode last week. So we'll, you know, we're going to get back to it and start posting regularly. Um, and, you know, what better way to round things out here on the show is standings watch because I was laying in bed last night and I was thinking about, you know, the, the interesting just way that the standings unfold as the season progresses in the NHL. And it's just, it's one of those weird things where I find, especially now that the lightning are not, a a you know a top three team in currently in their division i don't even if the standings dictate it as such i honestly wouldn't think that they would be and but but i look at it's funny because we we look at the lightning and we look at where we start at the month of january and then where we are now 16 days later how we went from the lightning where just it, it, it I was ready to if I was ready to trade Stamkos and Hedman then and and now here we are 16 days later uh the lightning are in the thick of it they're they're tied with the Detroit Red Wings for the for points in the division as well as you know they both have those two wild card spots in the the east and the funny thing about that is is that like you know and i think i said it last week as well on the podcast is the lightning play like a team that is not going to make a playoffs and and you know like i said i am not it's not like i'm rooting against this team to make playoffs i i hope the lightning prove me wrong as we get ever closer to the end of the season because i want them to make the playoffs but for his bat, and I think I said this last week, and as well as the beginning of the week, uh, month, you know, for as bad as the Lightning have played this year at certain times, to where really they are almost undeserving of being where they are in the standings, you look at 
the Maple Leafs. And, and you look at the rest of the teams in the East because the Maple Leafs sit at 50 points right now. They're only a point away, which is would completely blows my mind. And, and you know, we, we love to knock on the Toronto Maple Leafs. But at the end of the day, I mean, that is such a Maple Leafs thing to do. It really is. It, it is unbelievable how this Maple Leafs team who has all the talent in the world that they are not even remotely close, in my opinion, to the Panthers and Bruins. Uh, this is this is slowly turned into a two-team division now for, for the uh, number one spot, which I still think the Bruins will take it. Uh, who knows? Maybe the Panthers will go on a, on a crazy run. Uh, but both teams have only lost one game in regulation over their last 10 games. But it's funny when you look at the rest of the East and, and you know, we we've heard about it the last couple of years, how oh, the East, the, the beast of the East, uh, mainly the Metropolitan Division, but now the Atlantic Division. I mean, these two divisions, you know, as highly as they are touted compared to the Western Conference, the, the Central and the Pacific. It, it's one of those things where, like, you almost have to question, are these two divisions that competitive? Or is this team just or or is it just bad? Like, because, I mean, you look at the wild card. Uh, and and you go through the positions, really all of them. I mean, if you if you if you're looking along on NHL.com, I mean, let's let's go down to Washington. So from the sixth spot up, it's the Caps, the Devils, the Islanders, the Penguins, the Lightning, and the Red Wings. So that is six teams. You want to take a guess how many of those teams have a plus minus in the in the uh, I mean, excuse me a goal differential in the positive? Two. So I hate to say it. I mean, this is really almost like a sad race to to talk about because it's almost one of those things where if the lightning end up winning the wild card, well, actually coming in first in the wild card, is it more so a measure of how well they were able to play or was it more so a measure of how bad the rest of the Eastern conference is? And in that same breath, I mean, you look at the, I mean, it, it's just such a huge drop off in goal differential, because I do believe to a certain degree that does mean something, especially when you look at this lightning team and you look at the, the red wings and the, and the, the Maple Leafs, um, those two teams do have goal differentials in the, in the positive uh, Detroit still somewhat of a young team. The Maple Leafs are just a team that is continuing to fall on banana peels and, and walk under grand pianos. It's one of those things where it would almost be sad if the lightning don't make the playoffs or at least finish in the third divisional spot. So, you know, it, it's funny how weird hockey could be sometimes when it comes to numbers, because like I said, if you were to watch this team on ice on any given night, especially on their worst night, you would honestly wonder how it, or if you were watching this team for the first time, you would probably say, you know, um, this team's not in the playoffs. I mean, they're they they can't possibly be good. And then you look at the 
at the standings and they're a point out of uh the the third divisional spot which is mind-blowing so really in summation i i would have to say you know as much as there's so much work for this lightning team to do in order for them to get to that point to where we could start talking with confidence as of them as a playoff team they still need to have a lot of work to do on themselves because they could very well let this race slip out of their hands so really um as much as we could say or somewhat subconsciously rely on other teams to really sabotage their playoff chances at the end of the day really what it comes down to is you know the lightning are the masters of their own destinies so let me know in the comments below what you think about that like i said we'll be back with posting on our youtube channel starting tomorrow so you definitely want to subscribe to the channel give us a follow on there as well or if you prefer to listen we're available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form so in the meantime that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.